Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Mayors. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Tyler, it's episode 80 of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your co-host, George Wacker, but their other co-host, Tyler Rothrock. Yeah, what's we up? What's the, up, dogs? We're back in the attic. I <laughs> vacuumed for you guys. Thanks, man. No, it looks today. good in here. It does. You, you shouldn't get a black carpet ever. <laughs> or black lung. What was in here the last <laughs> time was gross. <laughs> well, we're, so we're back in the We just came back from Music Fest. Tyler, how did it go? I think it went well. I think what the numbers were... We had good. over three thousand people there yeah. at our shows, so that's pretty good. You know, it was a fun. The, the, the music fest in general had like one point three million. Well, let's just say this: thank you to everybody who yeah. came out. Thank you to Ryan Hill and Addison Teal and Nick, the sound boy, Nick, yeah, sound guy. Sorry, sound you know, man. Yeah, sound man. He's a man. Sound man. <laughs> Call him a boy. What is <laughs> sound? Boy. That's no. so. I hope that's he's so offended because it's awful. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who helped us put that together because it was it was awesome. And yeah. All the comedians and so we're gonna come back bigger and better is the plan. Yeah. For, um, but now year. it's on to the great Allentown Fair. Are you going? I uh, probably one night. Yeah. And I I have a question for our, our guest when we get to it. Okay. Cool. Allentown cool. Fair. I actually wrote it down. I didn't want to forget. Because I was talking about it this morning, so we nice. definitely got to talk about it. It's All right. Bad. Well, let's uh, let's get into our guests. Let's go uh, have a word from our sponsor real quick, and then uh, we'll bring our guests back in. It's a good one. It's easy to do a Google search for financial information, but what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate facts from fiction? That is where Judd Walter of Walter Investment Partners can help. Judd is a financial advisor at Janie Montgomery Scott located in the Bethlehem office. He will take the time to answer all of your investment questions and help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Judd can also help you with estate planning, setting up trust, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call or text Judd today for a complimentary portfolio review at 610-609-8001 or visit WalterInvestmentPartners.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, 81 Highland Avenue, Suite 100, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, 18017, member F-I-N-R-A-N-Y-S-E-N-S-I-P-C. Thank you. And now back to the podcast. All right. Oh, nice. back. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good, love those guys. All right. All right, Tyler. All right. We got a special guest today, especially... Topical because yeah. the the Pocono the ABC what is the ABC five hundred ABC supply five hundred ABC supply five hundred at Pocono Raceway this weekend we got Indy car driver Sage Karam in the attic <laughs> yeah I thought you were gonna say something else I genuinely <laughs> I don't know like, in the you, the unair conditioned attic <laughs> when we, you say attic like I couldn't yes we're in the attic. <laughs> What's up, man? Thanks for coming. Yeah, man, not too much. Like you said, Pocono right around the corner. Unfortunately, not racing this year, but um, got to uh, support the hometown love with yeah. uh, Marco, you know, so I'll be up there Saturday and Sunday, and hopefully, uh, you know, he can get a dub and bring it back to Nazareth. All right. Yeah, for sure. But you you have 
had a couple starts this year in the season. You, what, the first one was the Indy 500. Yeah, we had the 500, and then uh, a couple weeks later went to Toronto, and then Iowa. So, um, you know, got a few, you know, starts under my belt. Good experience. Um, you know, it was definitely hard just because I don't have the seat time that these guys have when you try and go to new teams and stuff. It's uh, pretty difficult. But um, you know, definitely valuable. It's funny. We, I I just remember this because we wa- watched the uh, Indy 500, and you were interviewed. It was on whatever NBC, and it was during. Do they have something like the the Racers Day, like the day before? Yeah, or something like that? the parade. They I don't know, but they interviewed him. You said I wish I could remember what it was, but it was something funny. And then I'm like, I'm like, you know, he's from Nazareth. She's like, really? And I had to explain the whole thing. Yeah. Well, um, the, yeah the, but it's just crazy that it was just, you know, I watched that just a couple months ago. And you know, Well, I think it's are. also crazy, like, when you look at the Indy 500, like, let alone, like, it's hard to see, like, two people from the same state you yeah. know, in that race, uh-huh. you know, like, and then let alone in the small town of Nashville, right. you know, we got <laughs> two guys, yeah. you know, trying to go for it. So I, I think that's always pretty cool. Do you guys ever, I mean, you've answered this question a million times because I've heard it, like how growing up near the Andretti's did play a part in you becoming, you know, wanting to be a race car driver. So I'm sure everybody with a brain can understand that that's well, true. Well, it makes sense. It's like, do you ever see like a small college? I'm trying to think of one. North Dakota State? Something like that. Or there were like smaller colleges, like even uh, D3, whatever. You get like a really good uh, program going. Yeah. Like even my school, Honesdale High School, right? Very small school, but continually does really good at wrestling they don't even have computers there yet at his <laughs> school but they do really well at wrestling because it's kind of like that culture because you have to fight bears all the time yeah. you they wrestle wolves from like your children like this is easy I, i've al- i've always said like you know when you grew up around the andretti's and stuff i was i was real little you know i was probably like four years old when i first started you know going up there when my dad was friends with michael and training him all the time so um i feel like i've spent more dinners at you know, now Marco's house than I did at my house, you know, my yeah. parents' house growing up. So, um, when you're a young kid and you walk into a house like that, you know, you get the big house, uh, the fancy cars, you know, the trophy room, you know, it makes you just sit there and say, damn, you know, this is yeah. pretty it, cool. Like, yeah. I want to do this. It's <laughs> pretty cool. And it's, you know, Attainable. down the street. Yeah. You're right. You know, yeah. I see it. It's not, you're not in Los Angeles. Do you guys ever, because I obviously I, I I know Marco and friends with Marco, so I can I talk to him too about this kind of stuff. But do you, from your perspective, do you ever have you had any moments where you're passing each other or you, like you like what's it like when you when you when you're racing against somebody that you know, like do, is it different in your head like when you're near them? Yeah, I mean, especially at like Iowa this year, um, me and Marco kind of ran into some trouble early on in the race, like you know separate instance, incidents. Um, but we found ourselves kind of running on track together and the cars were just like super, super sketchy. Um, and I went to the inside of Marco a few times and you know, it's like, I probably could have forced it a little bit more and like made the move. But then at the same point, like I knew like, you know, Marco's also my flight home. So, <laughs> 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 yeah, so, so you don't want to, you don't want to drive from if Iowa. I screw this up, like <laughs> shit, I might be stuck in a cornfield for the next how many days. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> um, that's, that's funny. So do you, you started the same as every go-karts, right? You know, up through like shifter cars. Where and- are these go-karts? Like I'm not. I don't ask that to be 
but like when you first started, like where, what track? Like where um, you it go? was a track called Oakland Valley Race Park up in New York. Um, okay. and yeah, me and Marco would go up there. I started when I was four years old. I think Marco started. Is that know, dirt like, racing? No, it's it's asphalt. Okay. Um, you know, twisty, twisty track. So, um, you know, that's what we started on. Usually, like the if you start on dirt. You end up going up into like you know quarter midgets and sprint cars, midgets mm-hmm. stuff like that, and you end up more going like the NASCAR route. And do they do they have when he's talking about like that NASCAR route or any of the routes? Do they like have scouts or is it more like you like when you go in, you have your own representation, or do you, do like they send scouts to races and stuff and look for racers or? Um, I mean, not really. I don't think you know. I think. The main thing is, is like you just gotta win, just right, you know, right. kind of just like show, you know, you're the real deal. But I mean, racing has just changed so much in in recent years. It's just, you know, it's not like the '80s or the '90s anymore, where it's like strictly down to talent. You know, it's mostly now, you, one, you got to be able to drive the car, but two, it's it's also uh, it's all, it's like two businesses. There's an on-track business and off-track business, yeah. and if you don't have your off-track business booming, then you have no on-track right. business. So you need to, you know, bring in sponsorship and everything, and it's a full-time job. So that that rests on your shoulders to get to get the money. Yeah, you know, I mean, as that, that's more or less on me and and you know my team as far as you know manager and stuff like that, and you know even just doing things in the you know the community. You never know, like you know going doing like a golf scramble or something. You might get paired up with you know this guy who's the best sure. friend with the CEO of, of this company, you know, and all of a sudden it leads to something, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, there's a little bit of luck to it being in the right place, right time. And, you know, a lot of connections. So, um, you know, it's full time. So when you, when you say that you ran Indy and you ran Iowa and you ran Toronto, you had a lot to do with putting those deals together. Yeah. I mean, we, um, you know, I work with a guy here in Nazareth, um, Gerald Groove, who, who's helping me, you know, find sponsorship and stuff. He did a lot of stuff in MMA um and he wanted to help me out so um he actually knew this uh sponsor called smart stop self storage and um you know kind of got talking to them and then one thing led to another you know they originally started as a smaller sponsor as a logo on my helmet and um you know they ended up really enjoying that and uh you know made a bigger step up and now they're like falling in love with it so you know hopefully you keep growing that relationship and Mm -hmm. it keeps going up a few levels and uh we'll see what happens is that other word, like, forgive me again for not totally under, but, like, you could, does it depend on the sponsor for you to, like, race at Pocono, or is it a lot of different factors in that? Like, what, George, I, you want to open up the, you want to open up the checkbook right now? It's not, yeah, yeah, is it I, too I, late? I get a, you get a Leah Valley with love What's a sticker on yeah, the public? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, there is a lot of different factors. Um, You know, you might even have the sponsorship to go race, but. You know, nowadays it's it's tough because you know there's only two engine manufacturers in IndyCar, um, and you know a lot of the teams have their guys set in the beginning of the season. So unless somebody kind of like you know falls out of the seat, mm-hmm. you know mid season, and then that seat opens up, it's hard to you know get in you know add another car to a team just because you know teams are allocated a certain amount of mm-hmm, engines right. through a season. Um, you know the team only has this amount of people on staff um so it's hard to just go you know staff a full other squad to you know pit pit another car so um it's very very hard to add a car to a team in a in like a very short amount of time right yeah and is there other like forms of racing that you're interested in or you're, you're dabbling in um i mean 
anything. Really. Anything? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I race sports cars. I've raced rally cars this year. Um, I mean, damn, I, I, I'd race lawnmowers. Good, because <laughs> that brings me to the Allentown Fair. Um, okay, yeah, I don't so know where this is going. Are you going to go this year at all? I want to try. I don't like. When I, does it go to? I don't know. I'll, I if I cared that much about it, I'd look it up. Uh, no, I think it's like end of August. Yeah, I'll probably like check it out. But no, like, why don't? And this is a serious question. Why don't we have a demolition derby car in there? Why are we not doing that? That's your. You're the guy. I know. Well, you I own this company. This I have to figure out why we are not. There's literally no reason for us. If there's like, th- there's got to be twenty cars in that demolition derby. Where are they from? They're all like, who cares? Yeah, we can, we're, yeah we this can is. Do that? You're asking the wrong people. You're the guy that should come up with the funds to do this. Damn it! All right, I'm on it. All right, be I don't on know it. if we have enough time to I like, put this all together. Expensive. No, you just get a shitty car. Well, yeah, like somebody can take my car. Take your car. That's what I tweeted. <laughs> at you. We'll put like a decal on it and we'll go. All right, I'm in. Have you, ever, have you ever nah, been... No, decal's too nice. You gotta, like, yeah. spray yes, paint. Spray <laughs> paint. <laughs> we yeah. have some, like, um, permanent marker. Yeah, there we go. I'm in. Let's well, do I'm, it. I'm, like, honestly, if it doesn't happen this year, I'm looking... George, not. make it happen this year, okay? Pull some strings. How hard it can be? Okay, uh, yes, we have a shitty car. <laughs> yeah. We will drive it onto the fairgrounds and yeah. hit you. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah, like, what Perfect. is the process of that? Because there's no, like, insurance or anything. Like, yeah. How can well, you, even... Sage was over at the Grand Prix. You were at the Steel Sex Grand Prix. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I, that was my first time going. Really? That. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. That was cool. I, I thought what I think it w- is so cool about that is the fact that like you were there. Or, or yeah. there there were a couple other, um, like I think some former drivers yeah. there as well. And it's just neat to be like, um, I don't think I don't, but there are you know, people racing with you. That are probably like I'm gonna try to take this guy out. Oh, oh yeah, man, I, I got you, you got hit a couple times a lot. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like when you are, you know, a guy that comes in that that races or whatever, and and people know that you get this like target. Yeah, oh, back, definitely, you know, like, definitely. It's like, Is oh, it because like for me, him. I'd be like, I don't want to hit that person. They're like the like the cool you would guy think, here. but there is people get a chip on their shoulder for sure. But would you want to be like? Could you imagine if? You know, God forbid somebody in, intentionally hit him at the go kart thing and like hurt him, and then they'd get beat up. Like, what would that guy do? After? It's like yeah. thanks. Like that meant. Like, why would you? Yeah, do well, that? yeah, yeah. Well, I actually got in like a little. I was uh, there. Yeah, I didn't want to bring that up after the race because there was the one guy who who did that. You know, it was like we were going down the straightaway and we go into a really fast left hander, and I was on his right side. And instead of turning left for the corner, he literally looked at me and turned right. As See, hard that's as he just, could. yeah. It's like and, why? And I got upset. You know, as you should. It's it's not like I was going for wins or anything. And at that point, it's all about charity and, and stuff like that and raising money. Um, so it it was it's more unsafe. Or less, yeah, it was just unsafe. Yeah. And, and it was like you know I'm doing this you know to promote this and and to be here and and have a lot of fun. I'm not here to make a name for myself as yeah. far as winning a race or anything like that. The last thing I want to do is is potentially get hurt. Right. You know, yeah. This. And then if I were to get hurt there, you know. Then a few weeks later, I went and I raced at Toronto, Toronto. and yeah. I raced at Iowa. And well, but, like I and, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, say that happened, and it, I don't think that would ever happen. But if no, it did, but it would be bad for those. It would be bad for the event too. It'd be those types of events too. But you uh, even you do a lot of like i racing stuff, yeah. right? That's do you notice when you're doing that? So well, yeah, i racing is like what like simulated. It's, yeah, it's like a really realistic simulator racing, oh, and you know. can do it from your house. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like meet people on there that are like, oh my god, you're Sage Karam? Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> um, I actually have like, 
I'd put in like another driver's name <laughs> instead. No, so but they, I, I actually have like like a full on friend group that I've cool. like actually never met yeah. in person. Is it a different? It's not like on a PlayStation. It's on a PC. Okay. Yeah. He's so got like a legit like like a setup and yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine steering wheel pedals. I have four monitors. You know, it's pretty. Nice. It's pretty cool. But um, yeah, like just people I don't even know, but like I talk to every day. Yeah. Like I'm right. doing the sim racing and whatever, but so like it's almost like you talk to them like they're your best friends, but yet I've never even seen them <laughs> yeah. in person. And it was actually really cool because when I race in Iowa, there's a series I race on iRacing, uh, called Lionheart Racing Series, and huh. it it pays tribute to Dan Weldon. And um, it's one of the biggest IndyCar series on iRacing. So I got involved with it when I raced at Iowa. Uh, 50 of those guys that are in that series came out to the race. Really? Yeah, and, I got, and awesome. I got to meet all of them. So that was really, really cool. That's awesome. And I'm actually going to Germany. And what? Right at the end of this month, um, there's a sim event out there that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Wow, I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's esports. Yeah, that's esports. It's huge. Well, because it's funny because you talk to, you see that guy, the Fortnite kid? Yeah, yeah. He just made a, like three million. million. And it's funny because you still have some of those people that are like anti. Even I notice myself, I'm like, ah, oh, but, you know, you know, if there's a market for it, he should be able to. I, win the I, money. Was go, I went on, because I play video games. I'm not, you know, I play like Red Dead. Yeah. So I went on, I'm like, well, all these kids are watching Twitch. So I'm like, let me go on there. And I'm like, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah. Because you're watching, you know, you're yeah, watching like, these games are amazing. I have a Twitch for when I yeah. when I race. Like on iRacing, when I do like big races, I'll stream it. And but stuff. that's really neat that it's kind of like combining. It's two. You're a professional athlete, I guess, like in two different. And, and it's like, neat. Twitch is cool because, yeah, like you said, like, you know, I, I get to do something really cool with racing and I get to go run the Indy 500. So when people then have this platform where they can come in and watch me, yeah. you know, practice on a simulator or whatever and right then and there ask questions and see my responses mm-hmm. and, and hear me, you know, respond to their question. I think it makes like a really, really personal connection. I legitimately thought it was just so you could look at like hot chicks did it. And <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, seriously, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not no, going to do, do this. It, I mean, I know they do, but you know, I'm like, ah, I don't want to go do this crap. Right. But then when you actually go in and there are people are playing games that like you play or uh-huh. you want to try to get better at, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I get it. I'm not too... But, and somebody in your line of work, like, you could live anywhere. You know, you, you know, you could live in Indy. What what makes you stick around here? Um, I mean, I've, I've lived in other places. I've lived in Indy. I've lived in Michigan. Um, you know, I, I just always find myself wanting to come back here. Um... <laughs> I don't really know why, you know, I, I don't know if it's, um, you know, it's not like it's, uh, it, it's not like there's more stuff to do here than other places or anything like that, but I just think it's more or less just, you know, friends, family, home. you know, yeah, just home. that home feeling, um, you know, it's very easy to get, uh, kind of lonely and, and then especially like when I was living in Indy, you know, I didn't know anybody out there other than, right. than racers or whatever. So it's like, you know, if you go out to a bar or something and, and, um, you start meeting people, you know, a lot of these people know who you are, but you don't know who they are. And yeah. Right. Are they, like, not impressed out there because they see a driver every well, block? Or? Well, I don't know if they're impressed or not, <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, they definitely know who the drivers are. Sure, okay, yeah. So, like, right. you don't know if, like, you know, they're just kind of hanging out with you because uh, you're... Yeah. yeah. So, it's hard to... When you're living in Indy, especially, you know, it's hard to kind of distinguish... Are you like, really genuine? Yeah, yeah you know I got I mean? you. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But, you know, you, you weren't... 
like you're not new to competition. Like you, you grew up re- in a wrestling family. Obviously, your dad was the yeah. He just retired. He just right? retired as the coach for for Liberty Wrestling. So you grew up in a bunch of wrestling rooms. You wrestled at Nazareth. Was there a de- was there like a decision that you had to make to pursue racing or to continue, you know, training f- to wrestle? Um, I really didn't have a decision with wrestling. Because, like you said, I grew up in a wrestling household, so, um, like, I was not allowed to have a basketball hoop, you know, like, I, I would ask, <laughs> hey, basketball, yeah, like, every like, wrestler. I, I would ask my dad, you know, for a basketball That's hoop fine. every single Christmas. He would say I no. Would never get one. Wow. And, um, like, I just wasn't allowed. Like, it was like, you're going <laughs> to What wrestle. is it about basketball that wrestlers hate so much? Because I think it's the same season. Yeah. It's winter Because you sports. fight over who gets the hot cheerleaders. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it, yeah. yeah. Think well, at Nazareth, that was never up for debate. Wait, did Nazareth have wrestling cheerleaders? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's like... <laughs> Oh, there's like, like two sets. There's yeah. like a wrestling group. Yeah, there's a wrestling cheerleader group and a basketball cheerleading yeah. group. Well, so what are like, <laughs> if if you had to go high school cheerleaders, right? So there's football. Yeah. That's got to be number one. Well, I think they, com- and they, they combine basketball. with yeah. football. Yeah. Like, are the wrestling cheerleaders, let's be honest. Are I'm not commenting on this. Did they not I'm going to let you draw your own conclusion. So it depended. It depended right. because it was like. A lot of the cheerleaders like had like older brothers or something, ah, and yeah. or, and okay. so it was like whether that older brother played basketball or wrestling. Ah. Like I I even remember from like my you know freshman to sophomore year, we had this group of cheerleaders, and then they completely you know changed over <laughs> to basketball for like junior senior year, and it was like. Well, why? And it was like because the ringleader of the, those girls at that time <laughs> or whoever was there like had their brother in this sport. And they followed her because she wanted to go cheer for her brother or something she's doing like that. Right. I feel like that's I mean, weird to cheer for your brother. I don't. I don't think so. Maybe you're probably not. Like you're, you want to be in with his friends, right? I mean, I don't. <sighs> I've never been a middle or a high school. Feels girl. like nepotism to me. Well, like, oh, my sister can be the head cheerleader because I'm. On no, or like also and weird also like. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not too I, weird. I'm weird, about, I'm weird about like brother-sister stuff. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Even but though like, I'm from Nazareth. Yeah, so it's like, I'm close like, to like, Bath. You're like the Alabama of... Uh, did you... Do you but you loved... like what, what do you love more? Like what, what did you have more fun doing? Wrestling or... Because you've gravitated back towards wrestling. Yeah, I mean, obviously racing is like my ultimate love. And uh-huh. anytime I'm out there, I just love it. Um, wrestling, you know, I, I did enjoy it quite a bit um you know i i had a good career with that but i knew it was only going to go through mm-hmm. high school um but it's the only sport i was able to stick with um you know i i played football as well and you know i i actually i think i loved football just as much as i loved racing really and giving up football before i got into middle school was probably like one of the hardest things like i did not want to do it, but I knew I had to do it because if I got hurt doing it, yeah, you know, yeah. it was going to be bad. Right. So, um, gave up football, and then actually I came back and played junior year in, in really? high school. I was like week three or four, and Milosky comes running down the hallway and is like, "Hey, Sage, you know I need you to come out and play football. None <laughs> of my safeties out here can make a tackle. You used to play." And I was like, "Well, yeah, in like fifth grade." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, it's like riding a bike. You don't know how to do it." <laughs> it's a little more complicated <laughs> yeah. than that, coach. He's like, "He's like, you're a wrestler. You know how to take somebody down." And I'm like, well, "I can try, you know." But at this point, it's like, you know, I always kept my weight at a certain weight for yeah. wrestling. Always, so like, I weighed 138 pounds. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Milosky, like, 
I don't know what's going to happen when I go and try and like take down up. that that yeah. running back from Easton that's 220. Yeah, know? yeah. Or, like, or even, like, when I was in high school, like, we played against Saquon. Right. You know, so it was, like... Like well, that's pretty crazy too, yeah. Yeah, like like can you imagine a hundred and thirty eight no. pound <laughs> junior trying to like even tackle one of Saquon's He's wearing his legs? racing helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not fair. it's not fair. But no. no, I loved football, I love racing, I love wrestling, I helped dad out with wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, he just retired, like you said, so um yeah, I mean I, I like to be involved Do you think it. do you think like they have uh like if the le- head cheerleader goes down? <laughs> they're like Becky I know you cheerleaded back yeah, in this yeah. fourth, fourth grade at that one time. So they pull somebody, they, they pull a passionate person from the bleachers. Isn't it crazy? Like because we make fun of it, but I bet like those cheerleading, like those teams have so much drama throughout the oh, year. I bet. Oh man! Like stories upon stories, and that nobody else knows. Mm-hmm. That we'll never know. But. Yeah, for sure. Well, the one the one thing that like because I've seen I I've like watched you grow up in racing. Not that like. Like, that's a weird thing to say, but I I remember the first time. I was time, at home taking notes with a pipe. No, we, we hung out. We were at Iowa. Marco won, and I was out in Iowa, and you won. You were, like, probably. Yeah, I was racing, uh, like, lights. USF 2000 or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, because he won there in the Venom car. Right, or yep. Something. So, mm-hmm. like, that was, like, I was, because I was on the team back then. So, it was, like, either my first year of Star Mazda or first year of uh, yeah. 2000. So, I was probably, like. 15 years old. Yeah, 15 years old, and we were coming home. He won, and, you know, you see you going into IndyCar, and your first Indy 500, you had success. You're, like, what, ninth, ninth right? yeah. Do, do, do other people, like, when you go, do they think of Nazareth? Like, when you go to, I don't know, California or Iowa, like, do other racers or other people you meet, do they know of Nazareth, and they know of, well, like, you guys are coming from, like, a, a racing Well, see, area? yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, anytime I'm, like, talking to somebody that, you know, might not know me or where I'm from or something and I always say you know I live in um Nazareth Pennsylvania like more often than not a lot of them say oh the Andretti's yeah you know what I mean so like like the Andretti's kind of put Nazareth oh, like, sure, on the yeah. map right know? and then like you got also got to look like Nazareth is also home of Martin Guitar you yeah know? I mean true. like the, there's there's and two Tyler giant Rothrock. things yeah yeah and Tyler <laughs> Rothrock yeah. I mean come on yeah I mean let's go let's let's be honest here but uh, until I was rudely interrupted, I had. Uh, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> but you, you know, you had a, your your racing career. There's you've been some ups and some, you know, you've had some times where, you know, we're a little darker. But you've always been like super real through it all, which is something I've noticed about Sage. Like even at that Steel Stacks Grand Prix, like I, like he's just being honest with this person he didn't you didn't care who was watching you you just wanted to tell that person what the hell the deal was it wasn't over the top like don't run me into the wall yeah no that was the thing like i went up to the kid to just tell him like listen what you were doing out there was unsafe and i didn't appreciate it but then of course like because i'm the the professional driver it's like people want to come at me then and get the reaction from me and it was like i wasn't going to try and give a reaction but i'm not at the same point like you know it's like i didn't go in there wanting just like fight again yeah. or something you know i didn't want to do anything like such that such a so. weird mentality i still yeah. don't get it it's like hey guys uh one time i tried to say almost fought me because i was yeah. a jerk to him it's like oh it sounds awesome yeah that's it's yeah. a cool story but, you know <laughs> but i mean like even with like you know racing an indy car and everything like yeah i try and keep it as real as i can because um you know quite honestly it's like you look with sports in general and you know racing you know more or less it's just like guys have become so robotic I mean, it's just, like, it's so boring with, like, yeah. like if somebody gets taken out, you know, like, they're scared to 
say they're pissed off. Yeah. Because they're they're scared to know like what's the sponsor gonna do if I say I'm pissed off. Right. You know right. I mean? Yeah. But like, but like you know, it, it's also like not fun as a viewer and and somebody that knows like racing and and knows these people. You know, like it's not interesting for me to hear somebody that just got taken out and sit there and say, you know, well we had a great day going, had a great car, just unfortunate, but you know. I'm looking forward to the next race. Like, no, like, you, like this guy just drove in you. Like, say, you know, that's, there, that's there shitty. To, there yeah. have to be some yeah. sponsors who are like, yo, it's okay. Yeah. There have to be, right? Like, yeah. But that's the thing is, like, it's so hard to find sponsors and everything nowadays. And you don't want Everybody's to offend anybody. so, like, yeah. scared. Scared to lose a sponsor they have, you know? Like, sure. and it's just, like, you look back, like, when, like, AJ Foyt is in there and, you know, back when he was racing and stuff, it's like those guys didn't give a damn yeah. what they said. Right. You know? And it was like, that was cool. That do, you, was do you find that you don't have the, the same fear as some of the other drivers in that aspect? Well, I mean, obviously, like, there comes, like, you know, there's a point that right. you can't really cross. And, and, you know, I think that's even... Well, you're saying you're not far. trying to be disrespectful. You're just trying, trying to, be, to be honest. Yeah, and I want to yep. just be able to show people a little bit of, like, personality. Right. I feel like a lot of these guys are so robotic. It's like, no matter how the day is going to go, before they get in the car, they already know the post-race interview. Right. And you can, like, you can write it for them. boring, you know? So it's like, I try and show a little bit of, you know, personality and everything, but then I get, like, people online and stuff now that are just like, you know, th this kid, you know, he seems like a... Like like cocky or a frat kid or something, and it's just like, well, well, no, it's because you're used to hearing these guys just you know kiss ass on the you know radios and stuff all the time, and it's just like, you know, if somebody you know made me upset, like I'm gonna tell you I'm upset and sorry mm -hmm. that he's your favorite driver, but right, but that's interesting because you're, I mean, you're a you're a millennial, yeah, uh, athlete who's on social media, so like, do you, are you? Are you cautious? Like, do you have to kind of maybe like you're talking about? You see things. Like, do you have to turn it off sometimes? You're like, I can't, you know, look at it or like, how do you handle social media? Yeah. Just because you're like, we're. I mean, I'm ten years older. At yeah, least, we're in. A, yeah, you, we're you in know? a different environment than like AJ Foyt well, was. Like, I, if I know I had a bad race or something, like if I did something, like say Iowa, you know, like I I spun early and then a car checked up in front of me and I got in the back of him, so like I already knew. Like walking back to the the paddock, that like, there's gonna be tweets that I don't want to see. You know, yeah. people are gonna and, and and that's the thing is like Twitter is giving people this like freedom of speech that's like, so, like so far out there and it, and these people they'll sit there and they say things and and they say like the meanest mm -hmm. things and the rudest things and <laughs> and then yeah. they see something that that they don't like and they go on this rant. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like. Well, what gives you the right to come at yeah. somebody and say that, and then somebody comes back at you and you get all pissed off? It's right. Like, you right. know, that's where they don't understand it. And I always just kind of look at it as like, you know, you're saying this to, you know, somebody's son or daughter or whatever, and then, you know, that that's why I'm never, I don't try to engage back with them. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I always know whenever I got a bad race or something, like there's going to be stuff on there I don't know, uh, don't want to see. And I just kind of delete Twitter off my phone yeah. for like for a that's, couple days. Yeah, yeah. And, and before Smart. I get back, Smart. like I literally just delete the app off my phone. You know, I don't disable my account or anything, but I just delete the app so I physically. Well, just so you because you it. you already know how easy it is just to click on it. So, well, yeah, yeah. Even I mean, we've talked me and you, and I'm not gonna. We won't talk about personal conversations, but Pocono itself, you've had some. You've had a roller coaster of experience oh, there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the thing with Pocono is like you know I. Went in there, 2015, hometown race for me. I was, like, super pumped up. Had a very, very bad qualifying, but I knew I had a good car. I was with a great team. 
and you know find ourselves in the middle of the race here in the front of the pack and it's like you know this is turning into a dream day and you know then like you said you know kind of things went south and um you know something happened and we spun hit the wall and then unfortunately you know there was another car involved justin wilson and he lost his life you know later that oh. that day so um you know that was the hardest moment yeah. of my life sure. um mm-hmm. but you know and then that also that 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 moment you know that that like healing process of that and seeing like the time after that really like exposed social media to me of like what power it really has you know it can really bring you up and it can really put you down um and then you really found out you know who's in your corner who's not in your corner but i mean like some of the stuff that was said on social media to me after that whole thing like and and, you know at the time when it all happened like you know of course i'm sitting there saying like this is my fault this is my fault like what if i did this different or that different you know so then like if people are saying stuff on top of that it's just flooding my mind Uh with negativity and um you know that was just like so how do how do you like putting myself in your shoes like i i would think i don't know how i would bounce back from that how how did you you bounce back from that yeah i mean i mean i i it took a while yeah like i mean i was not in a great place for a long time and and you know i you know i probably was not doing everything right in my life after that either because i was you know just my mind was flooded with negativity so um you know i i found myself you know at you know trying to at first trying to get you know a lot of guidance and help and you know i would go to a you know a psychologist whatever and and you know, talk through that, and I would hang out with, um, you know, the people that were closest to me, and I wouldn't, to be honest, I, I didn't leave my house for weeks. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't even leave my house. Um, and then I found going to wrestling practice was, like, the first way of me getting out of the house was going yeah. to help my dad at wrestling practice, and that was, like, the first thing that kind of, like, got my mind off things was just going to wrestle and just be with the kids and help these kids or whatever, and that started, like, this, like, all right, I can, I can get out of the house or whatever. But then, like, I started feeling, like, comfortable. But these tweets and everything were still coming through. So then I went into this, like, depression. Yeah. And, like, I mean, like, bad. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I started going to, like, parties and stuff. And, and you know, I was, you know, I was going to, like, Lehigh and, mm-hmm. and the bars and everything. And here, you know, it's like, you know, I'm spent, oh, I drank last night. I drank this night. I drank this night. And it's, like, getting a little bit out of control, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, like, you're kind of just losing track of days because you're just so flooded with, with everything. And it was just, like. You don't want to think about it. No, it was just so hard to to get out of that place. And then, you know, I actually then, I, I think, like, one of the main reasons I got out of it was I met, like, a girl that, like, changed my life. Like, like and, and, you know. If you've ever asked Marco or, or uh, you know, you've seen me like growing up, you mm-hmm. know, as far as going through that whole process and, and, you know, people that are close to me seen that and it was like, it was not good. And then like all of a sudden I started dating Abby and it was like, this girl like completely 180'd me and Marco will always say he's like, like he, he said to her, like one of the first times he, uh, he met her was like, you know, you like saved this kid's life yeah. in a way, you know? Well, was, I was always impressed, like, like knowing Sage and not being in the like you know seeing everything but like i was very impressed with that 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 him getting on the other side of this thing where sure. where you're like i can't fucking I, like i 
I can't couldn't wrap my head around no. it, right? And then I see, you know, Sage like he's back in a damn IndyCar. He, you're going to Pocono tomorrow and to watch the race. Well, yeah, you so, know. So that was the, the next thing was like, I felt like the next, like the last part of the healing process was to go back. Yeah, you know, to to see Pocono, be there, drive it. I've I've never driven it yet since, mm-hmm. but I've gone there and but I didn't go there in 16 and 17. I was like. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. I'm staying away. So then I decide, like, I'll go in 18. And then, of course, like, that was the first time back I go. I go there just for race day. I show up and I'm sitting there watching the race. And, of course, like, opening lap, like, wickens. Yeah. And I'm like, I Good. hate this place. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I-, I literally passed out in pit lane when I seen his car go off. I passed out in pit lane. And I just started crying. Like, mm. I, I got this, like, like uh, I, I don't even know. I started having, like, a panic attack. Because, like, mm. all these emotions from what I got past yeah. of that day in 15, like, came back all of a sudden. Because I just seen it, like, happening again. And mm-hmm. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I was like, like I was like, I, I hate this place. I hate it so much. And, and I kind of, like, had to start over. Not as bad, but, you know, start over. Right. You know, thankfully, <clears throat> we didn't lose Robbie, you know. But, you know, we, you know, he's got to big fight and his big crash he had so i'm um, just thankful he's still here and but you know i'm gonna go this weekend i'm hoping you know it's uh not yeah knock on wood weekend. i pray but i just like it's just impressive to me that yeah. you know because you're a young kid still man like well i think too like you just said like i went and i saw a psychologist or, or yeah uh, i think it's important to say like if, if no matter what your issue might be you know that it's okay to do something like right. that. Yeah. Don't you know if you feel like, hey, I can't deal with this. I'm having an issue. That's okay. Right. I, I think that was like one of the things was like at first I just thought I could get through it on my own. Right. So, but I didn't leave my room. Like I sat mm-hmm. in my room all day long, and I just sat there and I just running through deep thoughts. I'm reading social media, you know, and it's like the worst. And, and it's like you know, it's for. You know, every three people that I had supporting me, there was always like one person bashing me right, right. Know, about sure. the thing. And it was like, th- I mean, things like sa- being said, like, for me to go sure. kill myself. Right. You know, that, yeah. and that's what people are saying. I mean, that's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Twitter is giving these people this right. These anonymous. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, and it's people that are on, you know, accounts that they just made today just right. to say that to you. Right. They're totally yeah. who they are. You know, their profile picture is a tree. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, guy. you know, and it's like even now like i'll have people that bash me about just random things even but you know it's like you don't know who they are but i guarantee you it's like when they come to the indy 500 they're gonna still ask you for your autograph and absolutely like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're yeah. never gonna say that on their dude yeah, right right you know? never say it in a million years but yeah i just thought i could handle it on my own or whatever and when i quickly started figuring out it was going to be a lot harder than what i initially yeah. thought and like, i think that's important it's like it's not there's nothing uncool about right right you have an issue go whatever you need to do no well what was uncool was the way i was starting to act right you know like yeah I, like that was uncool it was like the way i was starting to treat my friends the way i was starting to treat my family the way i was starting to treat my body you know and it's like, interesting mm-hmm. that you like, had like enough self-awareness to recognize it yeah i but mean like, like hey, i'm doing something wrong I, I get it what what's the step to make me stop doing the stuff i don't like anymore well, i think just rather than just yeah, ignoring I, it. I just saw like everybody around me just like like just yeah. really turned off with like but, like, nobody could just, like, come out and say, like, dude, you're acting like an asshole, and you need to get get over this, and you need to... 
be you again because nobody wanted to say that because like as much as people wanted to say hey i know what you're going through not a single freaking person around me knew what the hell i was yeah doing. right you know what yeah. i mean so like yeah. so like nobody could actually relate right you know? yeah so that was, and like, i'm the sure they've, they've thing. i'm sure they felt horrible too and then they you know knew that. that you knew that nobody could relate and, and they know that they can't relate, relate. so yeah. it's like i didn't even want to open up to right. like my my best friend you know like my yeah. family like my parents i never even wanted to open up because it was like you guys have never experienced anything sure. like this Anything you say right now is a lie, like, and it's not, like, yeah. it's not bad on them. Yeah, it, right. it's, it's that disconnect. So yeah. right, but that's like what, what's going right. through your head. You know, it's like all this crazy stuff. So well, you're, I mean, you're, but you're going up and and you're going. Well, back this guy, yeah, this got deep. This got deep, and I'm, I'm happy it <laughs> no, did. But <laughs> I don't. I hope but you're yeah. okay. I hope yeah, you. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'm just I'm impressed by it, and it's just. I love drive. I love uh, decide. No, no, yes, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's great, and like I said, very serious about you know people. Uh, if you need to seek it out, there, there's a lot of resources. In fact, we'll have some in the in the notes of this podcast. Um, but it's funny, like the last time I just drove up to Pocono in the like in the early spring mm-hmm. for, for I had to meet with their staff for some social media stuff. But it's like that's some there's some rough areas going up there. Yeah, when you're driving through. Well, it um, makes me really miss Nazareth like, when I go up yeah, there. Yeah, it's a beautiful. The tr- I mean, the track is, fin- but like some of those towns going through, I'm like, man, oh, like, what well, do what they do the, when there's the no race? Always say they're like, Whoa. they hate coming to Pocono just because like there's like nowhere to stay. But yeah, where <laughs> there can be. Where do they? Where do people I stay? I don't know, but I can't imagine it's like very nice. Yeah, at the how Horseshoe we, Inn. Or how far something? away is the casino from this? Like Pretty far. Forty five. Well, I mean, the one up in the Poconos is still probably forty. It makes it Mount, did, Mount Airy. Or yeah, forty five minutes. It, have you? Were you racing when Nazareth Speedway was? Like it functional? No, like I was still very, very little, and yeah, that was like was... that was also you know hard as a little kid because I was like that was the goal, you know. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna like, I can see it. I want to be a <laughs> yeah. race car driver, and I would drive by that place every single day, and then you slowly start seeing it get yeah. demolished every day. Yeah, I was like like that tore my heart out. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Kid. I was like I want to race there. Yeah, but, but I don't. Where would people stay? <laughs> At like the Nazareth Motel, there would be like indie car teams. There, I think what happened. There's one hotel. Are they gonna say at the American Hotel? We should make a hotel. What, (laughs) George? You you started sponsoring a a team. Now you want to start making. I think I just think like majority of people. I could be wrong, but I think a lot of them like they go during they go for the race and then they go. I'm saying team wise, like team wise, where do these guys stay? I don't know because there's like on a given IndyCar team, how many people in there? Don't they have trailers anywhere? Like, let's say your team when they travel somewhere, how many people are staffed? It's got to be more than you could like more more than twenty. 30 40 I mean, people guessing. i mean for like one car i'd say it's like almost 20 people that's crazy like so 15 to 20 people do they maybe they don't maybe they get like i don't know maybe they give them like a voucher that's probably what, why nazar speedway went away because <laughs> logistically yeah, we couldn't handle or because the, the, the track was like yeah, now they got those like hotels though like behind wawa yeah there yeah and everything. yo you just made me think of something though i'm pretty sure that there is a video game like a nascar or something where um, Nazareth is a track. It is, yeah. yeah. I want to find that. Nazareth is an unlockable track in like is it? Forza or something, I think. Really? I don't know. I'm going to find I made, it, I and then you and I are going to race. But we got... All right, fine. All right. Like, what, you're in like a bad mood today. Like, you, normally, not, that I would just, be like a great idea. That is a good idea. Right, we'll race. Well, I'm not in a bad mood. Like, you know, I'm... Until <laughs> Tyler's We just had a deep convo. I don't want to talk about beating your ass in racing. But on the more serious topics, Sage is a Cowboys fan. 
Yeah. And like I wanted to I was t- trying to like not even I, I want to just I want to address I, 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 the we, issue. We can talk about it. I want to ah, address it. We can talk about it. I'm How did it happen? About Eagles <laughs> yeah, right now, he's so in the, talk about he's it. in the he's okay, in the Eagles here's what, what I But is, you do respect like you do you do follow not you don't have to respect it. You do follow the Eagles. You know the roster and stuff. Like you were talking, he knew more about the backup quarterback situation than I did. <laughs> well, I think it's because like, if you like football, like if you genuinely enjoy football, then you like you'll turn on the the Cardinals 49ers game yeah. and watch it just because it's you so, like. All right, it. so here's the thing: I I do like the Cowboys. I support the Cowboys um, just because my dad was a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. and then my all best right. friend's a Cowboys fan. His whole family's Cowboys fans, so I was kind of surrounded by Cowboys fans. But yeah, it, I will it can say, happen. I'm more of. <laughs> I, I, I more or less follow individuals. Okay. I respect individuals. He's a fantasy for football. Do you play fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. It's you a do? fantasy football nation. W- it, would you? What if you? If it wasn't racing, what would it? What it? What would it be? What? What like, would you want to like? What? What would you want to be? NFL football player. I mean, yeah, I loved it just as much as that, but like, dude, I'm 150 pounds and five yeah. ten. Like, well, yeah. da- I've always, well, I've always thought with Dallas fans who live here, like, doesn't it, you can't go to? I mean, I guess you could probably swing a home game here and there, but like, the majority of Dallas fans are never ever gonna go to a home game. A home game, like, doesn't that kind of turn you off a little bit? I mean, I get it. I'm totally okay with like the the. I'm an Eagles fan because my dad was an Eagles. Right, fan. same. He grew up in Philly. But that's not the point, you know. Like I was an Eagles fan, and we were growing up in Northern PA, so I, I'm okay with that. But doesn't it like bug you? You can't like swing down to a home game, or I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, no, but the, well, that's the thing is like like I I I like the Cowboys, but it's not like it's not like yeah. I hate the Eagles enough to say, right. like, right, okay, okay. to say like well, I'm not gonna go to Xfinity Center, you know. Like, right, like, yeah, all yeah. My friends are going there, and I'm gonna like go hang out and. You know, I think as Eagles fans, we forget that like, and not that other fans aren't as loyal, but like Eagles fans, like, like hang on every breath of Eagles. Like a lot of people are like, it's like, it's like, it's a little, yeah, it's a little too much. You know, we're like I've been I, wa- at- I want like we're we're watching right now in the background is the replay of the second preseason game. Yeah, just because I missed some of it last night, so I want to like have. Well, it like on. I remember, I was at an Eagles Bears game, and I'm an Eagles fan, and and the the Eagles lost. This was years ago, and there's like a fist fight happening oh, bad. amongst Ooh. Eagles fans because they're just angry that we lost. It's like. And I remember thinking to myself, what the hell is going on? There were here? fights at the, the Titans game, the first yeah. preseason game. Yeah. Some there were fights. Yeah. I but, love it. Yeah, so like my best friend's Cowboys fan, and then the rest of my friends are Eagles fans. Right. So I, I always do not look forward to the very first game when the Eagles win. <laughs> the text messages that come oh, through yeah. on the fantasy chat or whatever. Oh. This is the year, Super yes. Bowl, baby. Like, <laughs> I don't see anything every yeah. week eight. single year. Week eight is the only yeah. you can't start early. Or it's like we have a bu- our one buddy, uh, Pat Dugan. Yeah, he can't like he won't watch games with uh, people at with at the bar. He won't. Yeah, go he'll, he has people. to go home. You think uh, Jerry Jones is gonna pay Dak? I don't, I don't think they're so. not helping. They're not helping each other. I don't think he's gonna get paid. I don't think Dak's as good as. Uh, I think Dak's a very okay, manageable. He's, he's, okay he's above average. Do you think Zeke makes Dak better? I think Zeke is well, the yeah, team. So, so yeah. Zeke, or Dak without Zeke is not good. You know, <laughs> like he needs Zeke. And 
But I mean, like, so what? They offered Dak thirty million. He turned it down. He wants thirty-five. And now, well, no, he asked for forty. Oh. He asked for forty, and put it in perspective, like Nick Foles is getting twenty-two. If 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 Dak, if if they were to like, he asked for forty. He's putting forty million on his head for you know a year or every year. That's uh, there's only like two quarterbacks, three right. quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL that are making more than that, and that's like Russell Wilson. You keep. Andrew Luck. Yeah, you can yeah. blame him for getting. He would make more than paid, like but... Tom Brady. Yeah. Breeze. Right. I think he's getting greedy, so he's gonna end up with nothing. No, but all those guys have like Super Bowl rings. Right. Right. Like, I, I mean, I get. I, the one hand, I forty yeah. million. Yeah. I, I I appreciate that he should get paid, but it's also like is is five million a year for right now. If you win a Super Bowl or go like if you do really well, you're gonna get paid forever. Well, yeah. I, I think like, he should just look at. Whatever Carson Wentz is getting paid, yeah. Like I don't know what Carson's getting paid. Do I, I. I want to say he's out. probably like in the twenties or something. But ask Alexa. But that's she's what. Know that. Like if I'm, if I'm Dak's manager, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna say, listen, you and Wentz came in at the same time, and like in reality, like who's done a better job in that right. time? Yeah. And and the answer is Dak. I mean, he's been healthy. He's played every single game. Uh-huh. So like you would take that then to. You know the Cowboys. The, yeah, say, yeah. This is what this guy got paid, and I'm better than him. Right. So yeah, he, stats to prove it. Carson signed an extension, so it's probably in the. 20s. His extension is 32 million. Oh, okay. Per year, but the next two years he's still at like 20 something. Yeah. But I think that's the guy he's got to stack himself up against. Yeah. I agree. You're you're playing each other. You're very. You came in yeah, at the same time. Division rivals. You started playing at yep. the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just Carson missed more time. Mm-hmm. Well, and well, Dax also beat Carson. Yeah. More yeah. times when they went head to head. So it's, that's like, a good leverage point. I, I the the problem though is like whenever a, like have you ever seen a season start off where guys are holding out? I don't know the answer to this. Not that where they're many. holding out like this, or they want to hold out, and then. The season goes well for that team. It seems like if, when this happens, it always. Adrian Peterson, I think, did that, and they they had a good year. Not the Steelers. The Steelers <laughs> did it. <laughs> Remember To's year? Yeah, like yeah. that could have been a Super Bowl year for the yeah. Eagles, and To like just. Internet. That's what we got to switch this show into a sports talk show. Our, our listeners there's would only, love yeah, it. Yeah, there's only one bazillion of them. Yeah. But, all right. So, yeah, we're, we'll, 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 get, we'll wrap up. It's hot in here. You know. Uh, shout out to maybe the Dugan's air, Heating and Air Conditioning, if you can maybe get them in. Yeah, to, Dugan's HVAC. So you're, you you got, you know, there's a couple races left on the schedule. You, you don't, you're not, as of now, nothing's lined up. Off-season-wise, what, what is Sage Karam doing when he's not in a race car? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, like you said, a couple more races left. I want to try and get Laguna, which is the last race of the season, so we're going to be working on that. I have some rally car races coming up as well. I have three races left in that. Um, and then other than that, I'm pretty much done. So um, off-season, you know, pretty much what we spoke about before. It's like if I can help out with wrestling and stuff. Now that Dad's not there, I don't really know how much mm. I'll be involved with it. But I'm I'd sure they like wouldn't to, turn you away. Yeah, but I still yeah. like to help out, and it's just a great workout as well. So um, would like to help out with that. You know, I'll be on the simulator. I'll be working out, obviously, all that stuff, and uh, you know, playing golf until it gets cold. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, hey. yeah. Wait, wait, I got one oh, more. Sorry. So the wrestling room. What's hotter, Indy 500 <laughs> lap, halfway through the race, or wrestling room three hours into it? Or this attic. All right. So <laughs> or this <laughs> attic. <laughs> it, it is. That's quite interesting. Um, because like you know, we'll go to like a one two hour wrestling practice, and you'll lose like you know five six pounds in uh-huh. practice. But then you go do a race and you'll lose, like 
in a two, three hour race, like you'll lose between five and eight pounds as well. That's crazy. So like, it's probably just as hot, but you feel it more in wrestling. Cause like, I feel like in racing, like you're, you're going so fast and you're doing all these things at mm-hmm. once. Like you don't even really have the time to think that you're hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Or like that you're sweating. Or right. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. But in wrestling, it's like, you know, you're in a sauna, <laughs> you know, it's like, this sucks. Like, yeah. This is hot and I'm sweating and you're seeing the sweat drip off you. So it just I think because of all those aspects, it makes it feel worse, you know, because you're seeing it all, you're feeling yeah. it all, and it just. <laughs> have you ever had? Have you ever lost more weight in a race than you've had to lose to make weight in wrestling? No, the most I had to lose um, in wrestling was twelve pounds in twenty four hours. Ooh, it's a lot. You just like cut off a foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, well, you just sweat it out. Yeah, you go to the yeah, sauna. Gonna... I had, I had a, well. I, yeah, I had like two pairs of sweats on, went to a sauna, took a jump rope, jump rope in a sauna, sit there, and then you actually like, it's, it's interesting, like people think like you go in a sauna and you sweat and then you'll just continue to sweat, but like you actually like, the pores will open up, you'll sweat a little bit and then they'll just kind of like stay there, so you actually got to go in there with like a credit card and you got to, you got to really? like, yeah, so like you take like your shirt off or something and then you take the credit card and you scrape your skin and it like opens up the pores even more and then wow. you just start leaking. Like I it's crazy. Have you ever uh, tried cryotherapy? No. No? I only bring it because I've done it a couple of times and I absolutely love it. Not You don't do the Antonio Brown version. <laughs> like they give you things to put on your feet, but you go in. I'll have to, we, I did it a couple. Yeah, I'll go. I did it a, a month or two ago. When you're done with it, you go negative 300 degrees. For like three minutes, it is crazy. It gets really cold, but when you finish, you get out. You, you you literally feel like you could run through a brick wall. I don't know if that's good though. Oh, it's great. Like, you're <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna go pick up my car, like and I'll take it home. Yeah, like, I don't know. Whatever it does, it's just it, it's. Oh, we'll check it out. It's well, like yeah, in a nice bath. Well, well uh, me and Sage got to get out on the golf course, man. That's what yeah. we got to do. Me and you, I'm oh, gonna yeah. find the unlockable course, and we're gonna. All right, let's do it. it. Sage, hey, thanks, thanks for, for coming, coming on. Man. Yeah, Appreciate it. Me. This is fun. Yeah. All right, let's get um, out of here. Let's get out of this sauna. See you at the Allentown Fair. And at at, the, Jeff, like at the Jeff Dunham car. show, I'm sure it's, he's there. Oh,